Hello and welcome to the Drabblecast, episode 18. The Drabblecast is a weekly flash fiction podcast that features stories of an atypical nature. Strange stories by strange authors for strange listeners such as yourself. I'm your host, Norm Sherman. Had a lot of good response to last week's story, Morton, by Adam Carvin. Many listeners thought the pacing was great and found Morton to be more than adequately disgusting. Listener TK TK thought the story was good, but didn't think the word hate was really appropriate using repeatedly describing the character. I see his point. Maybe you could really be severely vexed and nauseated by someone. But to really hate someone, that special kind of Ann Coulter hate, that intense detestation that some Israeli and Palestinians have for each other or some aliens and predators, you can't really feel that way towards someone whose only crime is being disgusting and worthless. Well, not until he becomes the next Green Lantern, at least. Throwing out a reminder to you guys that the Drabblecast Haiku Contest is going on. Listen to last week's Drabble intro for details. You listeners have two more weeks to send in your haikus to goatkeeper at hotmail.com. You can send in as many as you'd like. And remember, if you win, you get to be featured in episode 23 of the Drabblecast, the conclusion of the Black and White Animals trilogy. Well, on to today's story, The One That Got Away, by J. Allen Pierce. Mr. Pierce is the author of numerous short works found scattered in various online publications and webzines, and says that out of all the places he sent work into, Drabblecast has definitely featured the most stories with the word urine in it. So, without further ado, The One That Got Away, by J. Allen Pierce. Christ, what the hell is that thing? Hell if I know, but it ain't no speckled perch, I can say it that much. Ain't no thing from the sea supposed to have arms like that. Marty, what the hell you talking about? You ain't no biologist. Terrence, in all your years casting nets in this bay, you ever seen anything with arms that also got fins? You telling me this thing's natural? What are you saying? It's a freaking alien or something? I'm saying it ain't supposed to be here. Getting all trekky on me here, Marty. Oh, for God's sakes. I ain't saying it's some alien. I'm saying it ain't no natural thing in this bay. Regular Charlie Darwin, this guy. Hey, Marty, you uh, taking night classes or something up at the university? I swear to God, Terrence, you're lucky I'd never hit no lady, you little fruit. Right, because I'm the one that uses lavender breeze conditioner. Right, Terrence, Angela buys that shit because you get two for one at Rite Aid. Uh, Wait, wait, what'd you just say? I said you was a little trekkie-ass fruit basket who uses lavender conditioner on what little Hayes got left on his- No, before that. Darwin. Shit. You think this here fish thing is some sort of, what do you call him, uh, missing links or something? What the hell you talking about, Marty? One of them uh, prehistoric, uh, you know, coelocrants or something. Oh, Marty. We got a real-life natural wonder here in this boat, and you sitting there talking some nonsense. I don't remember what they're called. I saw it on the cable. It's a fish with legs. Doctors and folks, they thought they was extinct till some Japs pulled one out of the water 50 years ago or so. 
So what's the big frickin' deal about them? Well, Bonehead, first off, it proves they ain't extinct no more. Second, they say those leg fins, they evolved into real legs over hundreds of years or what have you. And uh, the things could just crawl out of the water and on the land. Right, and then Abracadabra, and a few years later, they evolves into lavender-smelling asswipes with PhDs in jack shitology. Why do I even try? Eh, cause you love me. And you're attracted to my unattainableness as a straight man. Hey, hey, well, I'm just messing with you, okay? Okay, well, whatever. Uh, whatever this thing is, we got it in our boat. Let's flip your little salacrant over, or whatever, and get a better look-see. Jesus, it's big. Grab it by its arm fins. Holy hell, Marty. It's got fingers. Oh my god. Frickin' fingers. Does a sealaquack got fingers too? No. Ain't no fish ever had no fingers. Ain't no fish, Marty. It's some sort of water baby. It's an alien. Nah, it's got scales, Marty. It's got a tail fin. It's a, a what do you call it? A, a merman. A little one. A, a merbaby. Those ain't real, moron. Neither's the aliens, Captain Picard. I hate to burst your geeky little bubble. Flip it over. I, I want to see its face. Oh, oh, hell no, Marty. I ain't touching no merbaby. Uh, just hold the net then, you little pansy. I'll flip it over with this oar. Whoa! Holy mother of pearl, it's alive! It's going apeshit. Jesus, it's jumping everywhere. Hold the net, Terry, it's going up front. Don't let it go up there. It'll get off the boat. Try hitting it with the oar or something. Nah, nah, pull it back over here. I ain't going up there. It's in the net, Marty, it's all right. Get up there and whack it. It's gonna get out, Terry, pull it back over here. It stopped moving. What do we do now? I don't know. Eh, go whack it with the oar. You whack it with the oar, Terence. Nah, it stopped moving. I say we call it a day. Screw the catch. We gotta get back to shore with this thing. And do what with it? Strap it to the hood of your frickin' station wagon and drive into Ocean City? We can sell this thing, Terry. To that marine lab out near Baxter. Or maybe NASA, or something, you know? Yeah, well, it don't look like that merbaby's too keen on just up and leaving the water right now, though, does it? Just leave it, then. Head to port. Maybe it'll be dead by the time we get back. How do you know it don't breathe air, Marty? Are you kidding me? It's got fins. It's got fingers, too, Marty. Frickin' fingers. We both saw them. Maybe it's got lungs, too. Good point. Did you see Gills? I wasn't looking for him. Uh, okay. Well then listen, uh, I'll hold the net. You go check to see if it's got Gills. Why don't you just quit being a little girl and go hit it with the oar? I ain't hitting no frickin' alien with no oar. No way in hell, Terry. No way. Fine. Jesus, I can't believe I'm doing this. I'll check to see if it's got Gills. You sure as hell better keep a good hold on that net, though. Yeah, yeah, sure, no prob. You see anything? Give me a sec, will ya? Damn, 
It's all oily. I can't see its head. It's all tangled up in the net. Funny that it don't stink like a fish, eh, Marty? Can you pull the net away some, uh, get its head out from under? Hold on, I don't want to go in ballistic again. Let me just, uh, try to get this one side out of the... Whoa, son of a bitch. There it goes again. Yeah, freaking merbaby. Oh, settle down. Come on. Oh, jeez. Oh, Careful, Terry. Back off. What do you think this thing weighs? A hundred pounds? Terry, Christ. Terry, the net's breaking. Grab that one side over there. What? Which side? Where's it loose? Over by the alien's head. I ain't getting near its head, asshole. Forget it. Terry, it's getting out. Get the frickin' net. What if it's got teeth? If it's got fingers? I mean, jeez, I don't know. I don't want to get near its head, all right? Oh. Oh, damn it. There it goes. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is not good. It's out now. What are we gonna do? Oh, get another net. Toss it over the thing. Maybe we can get it... It stopped again. Thank God. Maybe it's suffocating. Maybe it's frickin' waiting for us to get near it so it can spit acid on us or something. It's not an alien douchebag, it's a merbaby. Merbaby my ass. All right, you think it's a sea lion cloth. Celo conch numbskull, or celo clamp, or something, I don't really remember. Well, it's about to jump out of the boat, whatever it is, if we don't get it wrapped up again. All right, uh, here's another net. Let's tie it down this time. We'll figure out what to do with it when we get to shore. Careful. Easy does it. Nice little merbaby. Slow it, Terry. Don't spook it. Marty? What? Marty, I can... I think I can see its head. Really? Does it have gills? What does it look like? Hey, let me see. Shh. Step over here really quiet-like. It's kind of facing down. No, it isn't. It's head. It's that's under all that tangle. Nope. That's what I thought, too. But no. Tilt your head over here. You can see. It's hunched. Its head is underneath its arm. No way, Terry. You can't be serious. Are you saying... Are you saying it's got a neck? I'm telling you what I'm seeing, Marty. Look over here. It's got its head tucked under its arm. Its head ain't covered up under no tangle. It's got a neck. Christ. You see it? Yeah. Yeah, I see it. Get the net over it. We can't. I don't want it turning around. Okay, just about. Got it. Here, tie this end up around that hook. Whoa, 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 whoa. It just moved. So what, Marty? Hurry, tie that end up. I'm trying, I'm trying, but the thing started to wiggle around. Jesus, Marty, tie the damn rope. It, it moved its arm away. Marty! Oh, dear God! Marty, it's getting up! It's... it's terrible! Marty, get out of the way!
Marty, are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Is it gone? Yeah, it's gone. Terry, I saw it. I saw its face. Marty, it, it dove at you. It looked like it was trying to... I thought you were... I, I thought it was gonna... It wasn't going for me, Terry. It wasn't angry. It wasn't an evil thing. It was confused. It was terrified. What? How can you know that? Because I saw its face, Terry. I saw its face, and it saw mine. And its face, I recognized the expression it had. Oh, God. It was my thought, too. We were both thinking the same terrible thing. You look like us. You look so much like us. that was our story. I hope you liked it. If you have weird or amusing stories of under 2,000 words or less, and you would like to have them featured on the Drabblecast, send your stories into goatkeeper at hotmail.com. If you don't have anything, you should write something. Part of the purpose of this podcast is to encourage people to write short creative fiction and to share it with others. We want the stories to be well written and in good form, but don't think of these stories as a fine glass of aged burgundy. Think of them as a quick shot of rail tequila. If we wanted stories that were longer or more extensive and deep, we'd be out there hunting for big names and authors and trying to figure out how to pay them. We want quick stories by creative, funny, and twisted people that have a few hours to crunch out a yarn about something interesting. I realize that opening up the submissions this much raises the danger that poorly written schlop making it on a Drabblecast. But I assure you, I may not be a professional editor, but I do have my standards. If you like listening to Drabblecast, there's other ways, too, you can help. The more you spread the word about this podcast, the more people interested in listening, the more work we'll have sent in, and the pickier we can be about the Drabble we feature. Throw links to the Drabblecast website up on your MySpace or your Facebook or whatever you use to stalk chicks or clandestinely get pictures of you and your new boyfriend out in the web for your ex to see and fume over. Well, that's all for this week. Tune in next week for episode 19. Until then, I'm your host, Norm Sherman, reminding you of that lovable animated crustacean named Sebastian's wise words. Down here, all the fish is happy. As off through the waves they roll, the fish on the land ain't happy. They sad, cause they in a bowl. The evening saunters to closing. The waitress turns chairs upside down.